podcast, Catechism of the Catholic Church, in a year. Today's day 150, and we begin with number 1113. The whole liturgical life of the Church revolves around the Eucharistic sacrifice and the sacraments. There are seven sacraments in the Church. Baptism, Confirmation or Chrismation, Eucharist, Penance, Anointing of the Sick, Holy Orders, and Matrimony. This article will discuss what is common to the Church's seven sacraments from a doctrinal point of view. What is common to them in terms of their celebration will be presented in the second chapter, and what is distinctive about each will be the topic of the section two. Adhering to the teaching of the Holy Scriptures, to the apostolic traditions, and to the consensus of the Fathers, we profess that the sacraments of the new law were all instituted by Jesus Christ our Lord. Jesus' words and actions during his hidden life and public ministry were already salvific, for they anticipated the power of his paschal mystery. They announced and prepared what he was going to give the church when all was accomplished. The mysteries of Christ's life are the foundations of what he would henceforth dispense in the sacraments through the ministers of his church, for what was visible in our Savior has passed over into his mysteries." Sacraments are powers that come forth from the body of Christ, which is ever-living and life-giving. They are actions of the Holy Spirit at work in his body, the church. They are the masterworks of God in the new and everlasting covenant. As she has done for the canon of sacred scripture and for the doctrine of the faith, the church, by the power of the Spirit who guides her into all truth, has gradually recognized this treasure received from Christ and is the faithful steward of God's mysteries, has determined its dispensation. Thus the Church has discerned over the centuries that among liturgical celebrations, there are seven that are, in the strict sense of the term, sacraments instituted by the Lord. The sacraments are of the Church in the double sense that they are by her and for her. They are by the Church, for she is the sacrament of Christ's action at work in her through the mission of the Holy Spirit. They are for the church in the sense that the sacraments make the church, since they manifest and communicate to men, above all in the Eucharist, the mystery of communion with God who is love, one in three persons. Forming, as it were, one mystical person with Christ the head, the church acts in the sacraments as an organically structured priestly community. Through baptism and confirmation, the priestly people is enabled to celebrate the liturgy, while those of the faithful who have received holy orders, are appointed to nourish the church with the word and grace of God in the name of Christ. Father Jack. Thanks, Bill. You know, uh, for those of you who are unaware, the catechism wasn't written by one person. And I always just wonder who, who some of these people were. I mean, eventually there was one final editor, uh, Archbishop of Vienna now. Um, but he, but you know, within this, you kind of begin to see some personality coming out in a very organized sort of way of this is what we're about to talk about and this is when we'll talk about this so we just as we kind of enter into this discussion of what's common to the church's sacraments um, we start with understanding that these are all sacraments of christ um, that they are all coming from this singular source of god incarnate of of, that is it is because jesus took flesh and then was suffered died and was buried for us that rises from the dead to show us his glory from that mystery of, of God uniting himself to us on earth. That's where the power of the sacraments come. That's from whence all graces flow. 
um, is this wonderful moment um, of of Christ's life, and from that mystery, then we then we move right from from there. We can we can do anything else, but outside of that, these are just empty ritual and kind of bad ritual in a lot of ways. You know, um, um, I often think of uh, of uh, I think it was I think it was Dorothy Day who. Uh, who, who may, it might have been Flannery O'Connor, though. Now that I think about it, but one of them said, um, "You know, if 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 the blessed sacrament isn't Jesus, then to hell with it." And she meant it very literally, right? Like she meant it as like a, like it, there's only one reason to do these things. <laughs> there's only one reason, basically, to worship in in the in the sacraments in these rituals. It's because they lead us to heaven, and if they're not, then they are the most evil of things because they take away from God's glory and presence um the but it's for the sake of the church right it is um you know th- i think that that we got to kind of remember how how christ came to establish his his order right and his order comes with his peace and his peace comes with his grace and his grace comes with beatitude and all eternity and so he orders the whole church in a certain way and it's around the life of these sacraments and that they're not just kind of meant to be done, however they, uh, however they want, but rather they are f- they formulate, they bring to form the church, and then also feed the church. These these seven sacraments, in particular, although there are other um, means of grace for sure, but these seven sacraments in particular are are for the sake of or are form the the foundation the the strongest point, uh, the keystone, if you will, for the rest of what the church offers. And, and it's, it's something that we kind of ought to just marvel at from time to time, how simple these things really are, and yet how profound they are, not because we as a church have decided it, but because we are faithful to what Christ has offered. And so, um, as we as we kind of look at the power of the sacraments, we're we're looking not at the fact that we have to, you know, take water from a certain place in order to be baptized, right? Any old water will do. Our our sink in the sacristy really doesn't is you know the same water you're going to drink anywhere else in the plata, um, you know, and well maybe not anywhere. Some places still have wells around here, but you know <laughs> we get the the standard water from the plata. You know the the bread that we that we consume as the eucharist that's that's just it's just bread and flour i mean it's not like it's only one specific wheat field right where these things there that that christ has ordained is uh, and, and organized is is not because uh, some sort of superstitious thing or but rather it's born out of the faith that the person of christ is exactly who he says he is and that that we we respond in a manner of faith that says i believe you and we respond in not just in our words simply in a one-off but truly uh by the very actions of one showing up for these sacraments and t- and receiving them but two also by the response of just being able to offer our, ourselves over to it of saying i'm going to keep doing this because i trust that you are who you say you are to where else lord can we go you have the words of eternal life his word that is effective, his word that accomplishes exactly what he pronounces, is still alive and active in and because of the church today. That is, God himself has ordered 
our community of faith in this way, we should respond in that way. That we don't, we do it in such a docile, in such a docile position, for the sake of being able to say, God, you are true, you are good, you are loving. Continue to feed me. Continue to provide for me. That every time we go to His sacraments, we are saying, in our own inadequate and yet profound way, God, I love you, I worship you, I adore you, and I desire for you to continue to be my God, to be my Savior, to be all that I live for.